Raiders is a team that we don't care for. Something, something, With Lord Lattimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. You're listening to Something Something Broncos. We are joined today by special guest Joseph Jung from Addicted to Quack. Uh, Lori Lettimore Volkman and Tim Lynch, our series regulars, uh, welcome him today. You're going to talk a little bit about Justin Hollins. Hey, Vic, Justin Hollins. Uh, what do you like about his tape? Well, number one, I like his versatility. He's played primarily outside linebacker, um, but he has played a little bit of inside linebacker, particularly in one of the All-Star games. And um, we're going to try him at both spots while he's here and uh, see if he's got where he's got the best future at or the best fit for us at this time. Justin Hollins of Oregon Duck. Awesome? Not awesome? What do you say? It's awesome. It was a unexpected pick for the Broncos, but he's a very good edge defender for for the Ducks. He was their leading tackler and sacker last from last couple of years. So, and he was a Sean game MVP. So, I'm surprised he didn't get called up to the Senior Bowl with his performance. Yeah, it was clear the the Broncos were looking for edge help um, in day three. They traded uh, one of their picks away early on for. Uh, veteran Dakota Watson and it was a head scratcher because none of us really understood why they would trade away draft capital for a 31 year old edge rusher but it's clear they had their eyes on Justin Hollins and when you look at it in the context of they have Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb they wanted a veteran presence behind them but then also they wanted to bring up somebody with a lot of potential um, it sounds like Justin Hollins has a very high ceiling uh, in the NFL, but might be a little raw, might need a little little bit of NFL coaching to, to really maximize his skill set. Uh, what do you think about um, his ceiling and, and what kind of potential Hollins might have in the NFL? I think he would fit in nicely as the, as the third guy off the edge behind Miller and Chubb for right now, but he can develop into a, well, I'm not going to say Vaughn Miller because he's in a completely different class. So like an Adrian Claiborne type, I would say. He could turn into a starter in the league. It just might not be on the Broncos. <laughs> because I don't see Von Miller and Bradley Chubb going anywhere. But the Broncos just lost uh, two of their edge rushers that were behind them. Uh, one's not so good. Uh, Shane Ray was kind of a first-round bust. But Shaquille Barrett, I think, will end up being a pretty solid edge guy uh, as an undrafted uh, free agent who, who's played behind uh, Miller and DeMarcus Ware. Word is Fangio will try to use him both inside and outside. Um, he seems like more of an edge rusher, but do you think he could play inside um, in the NFL? He could, but like I wouldn't expect it during his rookie season because that's a completely different ball game from inside and outside, as you know. Um, there's different techniques and footwork involved and all that stuff, so I wouldn't expect it right off the bat. I would expect him to rush off the edge. What would you say about his football IQ? Have you been able to tell that in his time at Oregon? Does he seem like the kind of player who's going to pick up the NFL scheme pretty quickly? I would think so because he, well, all the Ducks went through a couple of coaching changes, so he's picked up their defense really nicely because they went from the disastrous Brady Hoke 
to uh, Jim Levitt. Uh, Levitt improved the defense massively from year to year, and so he was primarily used as an edge, so he, that's what he knows. So I expect a solid six to seven sack campaign. So one of the things John Elway always likes about his players is that he likes them to be versatile and athletic. And word is that those two things fit Hollins. Do you think Denver is a really good fit for him? Uh, I expected him to be somewhere in the fourth to fifth round range because the Ducks were very underhyped and they struggled somewhat last year on defense. And his his uh his strong game performance carried his name. I expect him to fill in nicely in Denver as the third guy off the edge. The big thing that the that John Elway has focused on the last two drafts, thing that changed, um, a lot has changed. But the the biggest thing that I noticed was he focused a lot more on guys coming out of college who had strong leadership skills, were leaders in the locker room, leaders on the football team. You know, they, they were respected in that regard, very mature, very, um, you know, sound in that area. Um, I don't know much about Justin Hollins, the man on the football field. Uh, would you consider him like a, a strong leader on the football field, a solid um, character guy, that kind of stuff uh, is, is interesting to me because it, it, it is something that wasn't always uh, high on Elway's radar early in his career as a GM. He was basically considered a team captain type of guy who led led from the front and did everything you've asked of him. And yeah, he had no red flags whatsoever. I think he was academic All-American for one, I think. Uh, yeah, and he's good in the classroom, good, good in the locker room. So yeah, the guys looked up to him. Not because not he was a senior or anything, because he was in general a good guy. All of those kind of guys have really panned out well for the Broncos right. in recent yeah. history. Um, I'm curious, because as someone who follows uh, the Oregon Ducks, and, and I, I, I assume you are as rabid a fan of, of your team as we are about ours, um, I want to know um, what core values will uh, uh, Hollins bring to the Broncos from the Ducks that will, that will augment... Um, what we're doing in Denver, like, like what, what are the overreaching principles of being an Oregon duck and say, not like a USC Trojan. Uh, uh, but like, what, what is it that, that, a, that an Oregon duck will bring to the Denver Broncos? He won't cheat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, leadership for one and positional versatility and scheme versatility and off the field, uh, charity work, community service. Do you know any any skills or techniques or things you think he would need to improve, especially as he goes from the college to the pro level? I would probably stay reading the reading the option plays in particular because he tends to get lost for various reasons and his footwork's a little off sometimes and and um, yeah he easily gets sucked in when during run blocking and. I read that in, in his strengths and weaknesses mm -hmm. and stuff that it just sounded like if he landed in a spot with some great coaching, I mean, he could, those are all fixable things. And well, well the Broncos just hired the defensive coach of the year and Vic Fangio, and he brought basically yeah. his whole staff with him. So he couldn't possibly have a better coaching staff around him as a rookie. 
And plus, he gets yeah. to he gets to get coached by a guy who's wrestled a bear in Bill Kohler. So, <laughs> you know, you got a bear yeah. wrestler coaching you how to wrestle bears. You know, he's probably going to get a little better in the muck. So, uh, having Von Miller and Bradley Chubb fresh in the fourth quarter, without losing a whole lot of um, production, is it was that was the key to the Broncos Super Bowl run with Demarcus Ware and Von Miller. You had two quality edge rushers that could come in for you know 15, 10 minutes or something in a game and, and really keep the premier guys fresh so um i'm excited you got me excited about justin hollins so i, I want to hear about the moment that you were like whoa justin hollins uh he's special like is there a play a, a game a moment when you were like you know this guy this guy could play at the next level uh his junior tape was um inconsistent inconsistent at best but he really showed out as a senior because he was he was part of a duo with uh, Jalen Jelks who went to the went to the Cowboys in the seventh round, I believe, and he was better than Jelks. And Jelks was invited to the Senior Bowl, and so Hollins was ranked like the number one Pac-12 edge rusher by Pro Football Focus, so that's pretty good. And you think Pro Bowl? Like this year, next year, every year, um, uh, going forward, what do you think? Hall of Fame. Yeah, Hall of Fame. Like, what year do you think he'll go into the Hall of Fame? I think I think he'll go to the Pro Bowl or two as in like an alternate. We need a little more commitment from you. Pro Bowl yeah. in three years. He's gonna have partial team ownership. They, they, they will resurrect the Elway deal for Justin. Yeah, Hall. they're gonna retire his number and put it up in Mile High. Nice. Yep. Nice, Excellent. we like those. Yeah. Go on, keep going. With the, you're singing our song. <laughs> yeah. If Hollins does make the Pro Bowl, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be for an, another team because uh, you got Von Miller, Bradley Chubb. If he comes in like Shaquille Barrett and Shane Ray and plays well, I mean, he's gonna want to play more. That's a downer <laughs> thing to say. Like, yeah. Well, really? no, I changed, I changed, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, we're talking, okay. We're talking uh, uh, Hall of Fame. And, and now you're like, oh, he's going to go somewhere. All right, Joseph, other than the Broncos, where would you like him to end up to finish his, his illustrious Hall of Fame You guys career? are brutal. You're brutal. You're mean. <laughs> I, would say, I would say a Tennessee because I'm a Titans fan. <laughs> you're a Titans fan? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> just the draft you know there? what? The Titans are the least offensive team for me so you know yeah. i'm okay with that i'm glad you're a titans fan because <laughs> if you had said like the chiefs or something i would have gotten a little angry are you are you from tennessee is that i was gonna say texas but but i'll t- i'll accept tennessee i was uh, born and raised in georgia oh the one of the greatest broncos in bronco history uh, terrell <laughs> davis Did, didn't he play for georgia he played yep. for georgia yeah georgia bulldog yeah. Eh, just, you know, worth mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't yeah. Champ Bailey, wasn't he also a Bulldog? Yeah. Uh, we are not here to talk about the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, we're going to ask the mystery question early. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's for you, Joseph. Um, the greatest Oregon Duck uh, to come out of um, Eugene, because, see, I follow the Oregon Ducks. I know where they play. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it... Is it Royce Freeman, Marcus Marietta, Justin Collins, or Bill Musgrave? Uh, <laughs> recently, I would have to say Royce Freeman, but all time, I would say Bill Musgrave. 
Okay, well, elaborate. I'm interested to hear hear why. We hate Bill Musgrave. <laughs> and he was a backup quarterback for John Elway. So, I mean, he really had to mess up. So, uh, I would say for the longevity, I guess, in the league, overrules anything. But Freeman, I would say because he he's like the all-time rushing leader in Oregon. So, that has to mean something. You have expectations for him this year. Like last year... Philip Lindsay kind of eclipsed him, um, but I mean, we all thought going into the season that, yeah. that Royce was just going to dominate and destroy. Like he was the running back answer, and then out of nowhere came this undrafted guy, who a local guy, and and so we're kind of looking at Royce Freeman, and we're like, you know, do you have what it takes to 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 steal the job back? Like, can you can you be the guy that we drafted you to be? Do you think you could be that guy? I think he can be. He really needed a redshirt year last year because he carried the ball at Oregon for like almost 700 times, so he needed a rest. So I think the partial split duties with him and Lindsey really helped him out. Got a high ankle sprain last year that really derailed his season. So, you know, he's he's on my list as the player to watch um, because everybody's going to be focused on Philip Lindsey, but I think the the new offensive coordinator is going to be smart enough to actually use Philip Lindsay to maximize his home run ability <laughs> instead of just throwing him into the middle, run in the middle, run in the middle and just wear him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can look back at Bill Musgrave, but we can say, you know, his choice to run Devonte Booker uh, over uh, everybody else who could actually run the ball, you was know, perplexing. It, that was a choice born not in Oregon, not in Eugene. This this came after he was a duck. This came after that. So it was when he was with the Raiders. At all. Yeah, just, okay, uh, Joe, please don't judge him for that. Musgrave, is, he's a more of a Raider than a Bronco to me for some reason. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, Dirty, we'll filthy Raider. <laughs> yeah. okay. I, I grew up on that rivalry, so I know what it, I was on the Broncos side, so... Okay. Nice. Right. Did, nice. Then you can ride with us. Does Joseph Rip. have any questions for us? Yeah. Yeah. So is Drew Locke going to start day one or is Flacco elite Flacco? <laughs> Drew Locke He's is not starting elite. day one. No. Yeah. You can't. You can't fight elite like Flacco elite. Are you kidding? <laughs> like, yeah. Like that's crazy. It's that is Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco. Yeah. I, I'm convinced the only way. Drew Locke starts is if um, Joe Flacco gets injured. Because there's no way Flacco is going to be worse than Case Keenum. And Case Keenum didn't lose his job. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Drew Locke is not ready to start. He's only going in as a, if like Tim said, if there was some sort of emergency need to have him. I'm team ripping. Brett ripping. What is it? Brett. Brett. Brett, Mark, Brett, Mark Rippin is going to come back. <laughs> He's coming out of retirement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've decided that, you know, in, in the great Kyle Sloter, uh, 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 Chad Kelly tradition, um, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and stake out my claim on Erwin uh, uh, Rippin. <laughs> Last couple days, I've been listening to a lot of Broncos radio. And a lot of the conversation has been around Rippin and, and like, oh, like maybe he's better than we all thought he was going to be. And, you know, like he, you know, he could have been a day one talent if, if X and Y hadn't happened or if he was a little taller or X, Y, and Z. And it's, uh, it's, it's kind of the typical 
painful like backup quarter pack conversation that we have in Broncos country. We end up really getting excited about our third string quarterbacks. In the back to back years as a Titans fan, I had to deal with um the infamous Blaine Gabbert and now Ryan Tannehill. So <laughs> I'm used to it. Yeah. Yo yeah. Gabbert. <laughs> like right? He's like a ripping guy. He like he's like, you know, he's of all the quarterbacks that have played in the NFL, he's almost one of them. My favorite Broncos pick was uh Dalton Reisner. He was my um he was my OL number three at the senior bowl. He was <laughs> oh, pretty yeah. dumb. He grew up a Broncos fan too, so yeah. it, when when Broncos fan found that out, he instantly became everybody's favorite pick as well. So we're selling shirts. Uh... At the end of the show, we'll give you a five percent discount. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I mean, I'll be honest. This is the first draft that. I haven't been more excited than the pundits and, and I, maybe that's a good thing. Like I, you know, a, 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 the Dakota Watson trade really kind of bothered me. Like I was, of all the people they could get, they, they got a 31 year old guy who has one year left on his contract. Like, I mean, he, he's, he's already looking at timeshares in Boca. Like, I mean, it, it's like it's over for him already and, and we bring him yeah. in. Like, I don't understand. No, we're back in the quarterback problem with, you know, is he going to start? Is he not going to start? Is he going to be day one starter? Was it? Well, Joe Flacco could get injured. I don't know what's going to happen. Oh my God! What if you're what if you're five and five and five and and you know, I don't know. Do you let him go in for the last few games? I mean, you know, it's, it's, it could be a lost season already. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're living in that world again, and and I'm not too excited about that. And and you know, and then we got ripping uh breaking down the neck making things even more cloudy with with the quarterback and um and then we we drafted this this juan renfrey out of uh, colorado again a local guy we we give we like oh you're local absolutely we're gonna you know we gotta keep those local ties good i mean <laughs> and so yeah I, I i don't know maybe i'm a little off off uh, uh off the reservation as they would say i i don't know if if it was the greatest draft, I mean, you know, you listen to everybody talk and congratulate themselves like, oh, this was great. Oh, we did it again. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we're a week away. And you don't really know. These guys don't even have their numbers. That's my rant. Plus, for the Broncos. Plus concludes your uh, Broncos history lesson. for. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. There's always one pick you, you just you're scratching your head over. And that was the one for me as well. D- Dakota Watson? No, I'm I'm okay with Dakota. In in light of the Justin Hollins pick, it makes perfect sense. You got a reliable veteran that you know that's played for the team, and and then you got a rookie that with that has a lot of potential, but's gonna but who's gonna probably need a lot of coaching and a lot of work um, in his first year. So it's perfect because Dakota Watson will leave next year, and Justin Hollins will be ready to be that rotational guy in year two. So that duck mentality that we are looking for in Broncos country, right? Right, Joseph? Uh, you don't play for Chris the Ball unless you work hard. And he came from Alabama, so, you know, he, he's a hard worker. All right, so I got a question for you. How's Oregon going to do next year? Um, I think nine wins. You have high hopes for your quarterback? I would hope so, but he's been very in- inconsistent. He's, last year, well, this past year, he's refused to throw over the middle for some reason, even though he had wide receivers wide open. All he would do is throw to Dylan Mitchell all the time on deep shots. So, 
and Dylan Mitchell was probably the most targeted receiver in all of FBS last year. So we'll see. We'll see if he can learn how to throw the other receivers. <laughs> well, we thank you for coming on, Joseph. It's great to talk to you. Yeah, uh, no I hope problem. we draft. I hope we draft more uh, Oregon Ducks in the future. Hopefully, we have something with uh, Royce Freeman to talk to you about here in the near future. That would that would make me really excited. I really like Freeman, so I'm I'm hoping for some big things. Maybe he'll break TD's franchise record one day. Oh, oh, no, no, <laughs> oh no! You know what? I welcome it. I you know I mean I I revere the uh, those records and 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 certainly that player in a special light. But if if someone can take a run at that record, like by all means, like. As a history guy, I love to look back at, at the Broncos' history, um, but you can only do that for so long. You, it's time to, to to make new history and and to like grow the legend of the Denver Broncos. Really, what you really want to do is you want to create new legends, new lore, new team excitement. And so, um, I really hope that you're right about Royce Freeman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that it? Are we done? That's it. Something something Broncos. Special guest, Joseph Yun of uh Addicted to Quack. No, seriously, you guys should uh all check out uh Addicted to Quack. Um Joseph is uh a, a blogger there and uh he does magnificent things with words. Uh all about the Oregon Ducks and their magnificent run in the Pac twelve. So go check him out. You've been listening to Something Something Broncos, a feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lattimore-Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com. Okay, good. I, I, I'm like, high on Quack? High on think... Quack is a different blog. You don't want to mention that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Addicted to quack. Woo woo. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'll go next. Okay. <laughs> Jess, yeah. it was your turn. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I was, I actually have a question that's unscripted. I'm, I, I'm, I'm sitting on it. I don't know how to respond. <laughs> a correction on the reporting of the foul. Both teams were on the, both, up, both fouls were on the kicking team. Yeah. Yeah.